0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network.
1: Now, from the Mousecapades Studios... Here are your hosts.
0: Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Rebecca, and Gina. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 870, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that all of us in the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents.
2: So if you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You could text Vicky, Rebecca, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so go ahead and contact one of us today.
0: So first of all, I want to start off by saying sorry. I know that's my key phrase, or that's what my family says. My key phrase is I'm sorry for everything, but I'm very sorry got totally carried away in our vacation and we never did any pop-ups as it is. Gina and I didn't get to meet up like we thought we were and we were in three parks at the same time. It's just when you're with your family and you have the GD plus and you're going in, she had DAS Pass and we were just everywhere but not at the same place. And so we saw each other for about 15 minutes in Hollywood Studios and I never even once, I was just catching up. I never even once thought, oh, I should do a pop-up with Gina right now (laughs) because I was so excited we finally met up um but i truly hope that you'll forgive us we took the whole week off brad decided that we needed the week off and i hope that you guys are okay with that there's nothing i can do to go back and fix it but i'm going to kick off today's news talking about something that started after the pandemic or when disney started reopening things and that is the water parks got closed they didn't reopen right away in july of 2020 like the parks did And I don't even remember which one opened first, but they opened one of them and then they closed that one and then they opened the other one. Well, it seems that's going to be the way that they're going to run it now, because that's what's been going on since they reopened the first water park. And they announced the other day or during the week while we were there that Blizzard Beach is going to reopen on November 6th, followed by them saying that they were going to close Typhoon Lagoon on November the 5th for refurbishment. So it looks like they're going to be open in six months since um i don't know if that's to do or they didn't give much news like if they feel like they can get more refurbishment done or if they're doing bigger refurbishments by closing them that much it it didn't really give a lot of information um and as you all know that happens a lot because it's better to leave us in the dark than give us all the information up front but we just wanted to let you know if you're planning to go to the parks in the next six months from november 6th on You will have to go to Blizzard Beach, not Typhoon Lagoon. Although I've never been to either of them. But from my understanding, Blizzard Beach is the better of the two. I've been to Typhoon. It was years ago, though. They both look cool to me. I think there's just different things in each one that make them fun. And so everybody has their own favorite, I guess. So
2: is it because it's not very crowded?
3: Well, and see, and that's what I was thinking about them only having one open at a time because maybe because they're not full, either one of them. So they're having to spend more money to keep one open. I don't know.
0: Joey was
2: wondering if it was staffing. Well, a combination of all that staffing and it just, it's expensive to keep a water park open. Right. So if they only have to do one at a time.
1: So is the water heated? I'm just thinking, I know it's Florida, but I live in Georgia. And November fifth in the water does not sound like a pleasant thing to me. Okay, well, my kids
3: were swimming while well, we were swimming while we were there, and it was cold.
1: <laughs> they can warm a pool pretty easily, but a whole water park—I don't
0: know. It was too cold this past week for a water park. They—I don't think they closed it any of the days,
3: especially Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday was really cold.
0: It was beautiful it was, for but it was for cold. people visiting. <laughs> but it was too cold for pooling. Yes. And and that was sad for us because the day that we could have done the pool, we're like, yeah, we're not getting in the pool.
3: I got I got in the hot tub and that's all I did. I didn't get in the that's pool. A good the idea. kids got in the pool, but I got in the hot tub.
0: That Well, we talked about that, but then again, we were just enjoying our resort. Like we enjoyed this voc- vacation in a different way than we usually do. So that was a good thing.
2: Well... Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Memory Maker. And Memory Maker is the the package that you get where a trained photographer is gonna take all of your photos for you while you're at Disney parks. It's something that, of course, we always recommend that people get. A lot of people love it. Um, I don't think I've ever had anybody who's gotten it who has said they regretted getting it. Um, and it's just, it's a, a package that you're getting. You buy them all up front, And the price has been the same for quite some time. Um, if you have to purchase those pictures individually, it's like $25 a piece. So that's why getting the package is worth it. Um, but of course, you know, Disney loves raising their prices. So the price has gone up. It used to be $169. And now if you buy it in advance, it's $189. It's actually $185. Oh, $185. I think it was $199 for if you didn't buy in advance. It was. Yes. And right. now it's $210. So...
3: But still a good deal. To me, it is because if you think about it, like you just went on a cruise, if you bought the picture package, like if you got the unlimited picture package, it was expensive. And I know we spent over $100 just with like, I think we got like eight pictures on our last cruise. So I feel like all the pictures for memory makers, it's completely worth the price, even at 185.
2: If you're going to go and do all the pictures, like you have to kind of set aside time and like to the pictures. If you just think that, oh, I'm just going to get my ride pictures, like you're going to get that with Genie Plus. So, um, but if you're going to get the pictures, then it's absolutely, it absolutely is worth it. Um, And you can also do like the one day for seventy five dollars. So some people might just do like their first day at Magic Kingdom or something. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to save money somehow, like that could be an option for you.
1: I love all the little extras that they put in. You know, they'll tell the especially if you have little kids, they'll tell them, you know, hold out your hands or you know, do something. Make a and surprise then when you face. Get the pictures, yeah, they're holding Tinker or they're we you did know, the balloons. They're just neat.
0: So yeah, I. I don't know. I can't say enough good things. And honestly, I was trying to remember the last time I have paid $169 for at least five years.
3: I think the first time that we ever went back in, like as a family, back in 2016, it was $169.
0: Well, I know in 2009, I bought it and we didn't buy it ahead of time because my friend um, said, oh, well, you probably won't need that. Well, then we loved the picture. So I went ahead and bought it. And I believe it was one twenty nine after the fact. Like I didn't buy in advance, but then from then on, it was ninety nine dollars for a while, and then it it did a jump to one sixty nine. Um, I'm not sure which year that was, but honestly, the pictures are too hard to try to decide to pay twenty five bucks a picture. You're so much better, and we have so many pictures from this trip. I haven't even counted all the ones that we did because we intentionally did that, and because we did the Halloween party, so we mm-hmm. took a lot of pictures that way too. So But if
2: you're at Disneyland, it's pretty.
3: Yeah, it is. Did you see the one with my boys where they were making faces in front of the castle?
0: No, I need to go look at those. <laughs>
3: it's my favorite picture. Neander and Jake were making faces over top of Chris's head. It was hilarious. Oh,
1: well, Disney is planning still to make Zootopia 2, um, even with all the media coverage over... Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs live-action idea, the flop with Strange World, and even the slow money recoup with Elemental. Disney's determined to make their fans happy by creating Zootopia 2. Here's what Brad Simonson had to say about this much-wanted sequel. We are super excited about it. It is a world that I was a part of the first movie, And it is one of the most amazing experiences of my life, to be honest. And I know that this next one is going to take it to another level and be as good or better than the first. So we're super excited about that project. I think Zootopia 2 sounds very cute. I like the first one. I do
0: too. I'm hoping they have Shakira write a song for it. That would be great. They need a new song. My kids love that movie too. It's Uh such a fun one. We saw somebody dressed up as Nick. Did you? Yeah, we didn't know Judy hops, but we saw Nick Wild. The sloth
1: is still my favorite.
0: I did not see a sloth, but that would have been cute. I love (laughs) those.
1: They're so funny in the DMV
3: because it is so slow.
0: (laughs) Somebody posted that on one of the... And Gina, you might be on that. It's one of the Facebook pages we belong to. Somebody said, I saw the tree in the background at Disney World and somebody posted the sloth where the smile gets really, really slowly yeah. bigger. bigger, bigger. <laughs> that was funny.
3: So we do have some great news. And if you have not heard it yet, I know my family's excited about this all day park hopping is coming back after almost four years of being gone. Disney announced that on January 9th, if a guest has a park hopper ticket or an annual pass, they may hop to another Disney Park at any time during the day. Currently, guests have not been able to hop to another park until 2 p.m. or after each day. And this is really important to people that try to visit all four parks in one day. Um, But it is exciting that we are still getting things back from the pandemic a little of the time. So after January 9th, look out because you can park hop at any time. And my family likes to go to Magic Kingdom go to Epcot, ride Test Track, and then go to another park.
0: Well, the other thing that's going to open up there, unless they change the virtual queue times, that means you're going to be eligible to get the virtual queue in the other park that you hop to, because you you'll you be in that park now, which is a so good thing. So we have a
1: February trip with my mom, and my mom is in her 70s. She's never been to um, Disney before. And I was not going to do Park Hopper because we were just going to try to do um magic kingdom and epcot because i think those are the two parks she'll like the best but then i started thinking about where i really wanted to eat and i really want to take her to Mm sci-fi so i think we are going to do the park hopper with the changes so
0: the one thing that my mom but i she's a zoo friend where we live you can be a zoo friend and pay so much money and things um that she doesn't have a favorite park. She has a favorite thing in each park. And I bet your mom would like the Kilimanjaro safaris too. Like that yeah, was that she something that I still hear her telling people about. Yeah.
3: So We had a pre-selected dad's pass for that mm-hmm. between six and seven is when they gave it to us and it closes at six. Oh. So we, we didn't get to do it. So why the heck did they give it to hey. us? So then they were like, well, we can give you another one to use. But we were leaving. That was like the last ride that we
0: had.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: The other thing that we were sad about as agents, just so listeners know, we don't always know everything that's going on at the Disney Parks. We, We try to know everything, but this is something that I feel like we need to write into Disney and tell them. If you're going to close a park early and we've already made reservations for somebody... Can you put that out? Because there was a company there for a conference and they weren't just at our hotel, but they were at Grand Floridian and um, some other ones. I don't know. We were at Coronado and that Grand Floridian, but I know they were staying everywhere all over the place. There was 10,000 people there and they closed Hollywood Studios at five o'clock one of the nights. And unfortunately, two of my clients were there now. One of them had park hoppers, but the other one didn't. And I felt horrible, but I had no, we didn't know anything about that. There a lot of people complaining about that. I feel like it should have been more advertised so that those people could have or been given a park hopper so they could go somewhere because they had planned to be there from open to close. And that was the well, part. when that... you
3: know that Disney knew way ahead in advance when they booked that with right. them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. at least give us a heads up.
2: Was it on the hours and operations at least?
3: It was later
0: that day, Mm -hmm. but like start of the day, it wasn't, it still said open till normal. I don't think so, but I can't swear to that. But the other thing was they made another Mickey's not so scary Halloween party for Friday night. That wasn't on the original schedule. And so we were there now again, we had park hoppers. So we just changed our dining reservations. We thought that was funny. I guess they were going to let us eat there because the park was still open. It just wasn't it was open for the party. We were just going to be escorted out after we got done eating. So we just changed and got a reservation at Teppanado that we hadn't been forever and ever um, and went to Epcot again. So
3: did you notice that there was a lot of dining reservations, like last minute ones that were available? Like I Great looked ones. at a couple and like I saw Ohana for dinner yeah. one night and it was like it is at seven o'clock. Yep. Like I was just kind of because we were kind of kicking around the idea of getting a dining reservation and there was like tons available. It was crazy.
0: There was a lot, but we kept I made them try which are going to do our trip report. It won't come out until a week from Friday. But um, we tried several new things this time, which is good because it's good to be able to learn new things for us. And for otherwise, you get in a rut and you don't try new things. Mm hmm. All right, well I have the first say it isn't so. I know everybody's shocked by this. Um sadly this is when Gina and I were there. Now, we were not <laughs> we were not in the park that day. I was at Magic Kingdom. I'm not sure where were you we at when Okay. So, so. A report claims a Disney guest standing in line was viewing pornographic material while waiting for an attraction at the parks and it was at Hollywood Studios. According to a Reddit user UB Tech 26 A man in his 50s was watching pornography on his phone while standing in the queue for Muppet Vision 3D at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The guest remembers the incident so vividly that they even posted the exact day and time. I just saw a guy looking at porn on his phone while standing in line from Muppets 3D on 10-18-23 around 2 p.m. He was in his 50s with his mom. As you can see from the information above, the man was in his 50s. Um, he was in line and his mother excuse me, with his mother when he allegedly pulled out his phone and began watching the pornographic material with families and most likely children surrounding the area because we know how many kids are at Disney. We are not telling you this because we know there's anything you can do about other people, but we're asking you to definitely be conscious of the surroundings around you. Um, You just never know what a kid's going to see, sadly. That is not even a place to do that. No. It almost makes me think... I don't know what to think, but I wonder if sometimes when people are that much older and they're living with their parents or traveling with their parents, there might be a deficiency or something that they have to live with their parents still. And maybe they don't understand that that's not the right place to be doing that. But again, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the world. I'm just saying definitely be conscious. We talk about that all the time with the kids and oh my gosh, I I would even stop sending you guys stories of the things that I saw that we've talked about on the show. I was just like, seriously, when that (laughs) mom said, you wait right here and we're going to go use the bathroom. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. This kid cannot be more than five. Mm. They could have just swooped in, took that stroller and ran. It's all crazy. And it was one thing after the other. And then there was a lady later in our trip that. I know she probably wasn't a part of the TikTok challenge that Stephanie always talks about, but uh, she needed to have a new shirt and she needed to pay for it because she barely had a shirt on and everybody was viewing her goods. It was just not good. So I'm like, this is a family park, people.
3: Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but there's make, I I agree with you, but we people watch all day long. Oh, no, no.
0: (laughs) You could do a video people at Disney like you do people at Walmart. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That would be so funny. Oh my gosh! That that's my next job. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I still can't get over it. this guy's sitting in line for Muppets 3D and watching that on his phone. Like, what's wrong with with his mom? With his mother? That's what I. Thought. I mean, not like they were watching together, but she was like right there.
3: I'm surprised. Like, did she not see it? Because I'm sorry, but if I'm just saying, if it would have been Andrew doing that, I would have been like, what's
0: going on? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. She could have been shorter, and she couldn't see his phone. I mean, okay,
3: I'm short too, but I can still see my kid's phone. Okay, my kid is six foot tall.
0: I You're just more don't understand
2: people. Why would you even want to watch something like that in a public place in line? Exactly. Oh, Anyways, Another say it isn't so. Say so, say so. Uh, this one, I went back and forth. Like, is she just looking to? Try and make herself a little m- moment of fame or something. I hope that th- this isn't true. But this is what user you dash mommy's marmy mommy's marmy <laughs> mommy's marmy Something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she was waiting for a really long time inside the lobby when she was checking in for her vacation. And she was managing uh, her child, which was only one. Got some sensory issues going on, and so she decided to go get him a snack. She wandered around the corner of the lobby, searching for a trash bin to throw it away, and discovered paramedics with a stretcher holding a body covered in a black bag. Imagine your shock if you were to stumble across that. The guest could not provide any more information on the serious matter that unfortunately occurred inside of Earth's most magical and happiest place, although... Incidents, of course, happen like this. Um, it can be shocking and disheartening for anyone involved and anyone who comes across a scene such as this guest did. Rest assured, Walt Disney World is capable of handling things like this. Uh, they do so with professionalism, compassion, um, as the passing of a loved one, especially while vacation would be like extremely challenging to deal with and to come to terms with. So we are saying that if this is a true story, we hope the person who passed on did so peacefully they were surrounded by those they loved um and it's just um, a very unfortunate circumstance for all involved
0: in this story
2: not the typical say it isn't so that we do it's more of a normally it's shocking this is just sad.
0: yeah it was a sad say it isn't so sorry Mm -hmm. it's not something anybody ever wants to deal with outside of disney world less of less alone inside
1: disney world right but disney does do amazing when there is an emergency True. When we were there in June, um, an elderly man, I think he just had a heat. I think he just got too hot. But some people were saying that he had a heart attack. I don't know. But he was in line for Peter Pan and he went down. And I mean, I'm telling you, within minutes, there were like five cast members around him with water, with, you know, anything that he could need. They're well-trained for sure. They are. They are. And they have to deal with a lot. I mean, there's so many people there. Of
2: course, you will deal with emergencies. Absolutely.
1: Well, you may or may not realize that many people go over to Wilderness Resort and Campground during Halloween and Christmas season, even if they're not staying at the resort. The reason that many Disney guests want to visit Wilderness Resort is because the guests there go all out decorating for the holidays. They have blow-ups galore decorating the resort paths. Well, this year, Disney is not allowing any day guests from Thursday, October 26th through November 2nd unless they have a reservation to stay at the resort or have a dining reservation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The day guest closure is due to the extreme amount of people that hop over to the resort to look around. The resort even has an annual Halloween parade using golf carts. It is well attended by guests on the resort property and those off. And to avoid the overflow, Disney is asking that no one overtake the already congested Disney resort and campground. And for those of you that are staying at the Wilderness Lodge, we hope that you will take some videos and some pictures to share with us. Because we've all heard that it's something great to see. And I have a bunch of unhappy people. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about this.
3: I do, too. I mean, I can see their point. I, I do, but hey. But, like,
2: they don't say you can't go to Grand Floridian to see the gingerbread houses. Like, right. right. True. It's like, I mean, I guess just because it's got so big, but...
3: That's all right. I'll see it on TikTok.
2: Right. (laughs) Watch it there. No big deal. But it's just kind of, it is
0: kind of frustrating.
1: At least they're announcing it pretty, you know, in advance. It's only a few days in advance, but at least they are giving some warning.
0: This is true. So you don't get in trouble. Just make a reservation at one of the food places and then go walk around. I'm sure those are gone now. (laughs) Yeah, probably. As soon as that announcement went off, everybody's like, all right, looks like we're dining (laughs) somewhere.
3: So back to what to Stephanie is a little thing that she did about the say it isn't so about the untimely death. Unfortunately, this was posted on a fan run Walt Disney World community page on Sunday, October twenty second, and I actually sent this to Vicki. She had seen it, but I sent it to her because I saw it. it, so, it so. Some guy said I. I saw a dude straight up die at Hollywood Studios in front of sci-fi dine in theater. I saw as 10 EMTs were trying to get him out of sight on a stretcher. Dude was a color of blue I have never seen before. The lady walking next to me let out a blood-curdling scream and then tried to reel it in as to not freak out her daughter. We turned the corner, and in front of the sci-fi dining, in there was someone talking to a person who I guess was with them. And then people were hosing down two puddles of what I'm assuming were bodily fluids. I'm guessing he had a massive heart attack. At the time this was posted, they had reached out to Disney to see if they could find out more. But no further information had been released at, at that time. But this happened... I didn't know if you saw that, Vicki, but this happened the day that we were there, supposedly.
0: Oh, really? I thought it was. Okay. I was thinking it was before that. No,
3: the person posted it on Sunday and it hadn't just happened. It was a couple days before, which was when we were there. I didn't hear anything
0: about it. I didn't either. And I didn't find anything else, which, of course, I mean, I was just going to say for the privacy of the family, Disney may never release any more information just because Mm -hmm. you don't want to upset the family.
3: And it's so sad if that did happen. I mean, it can happen anywhere, really.
2: The way this user, like, they could have been a little more sensitive in their wording choices.
3: That's what I was thinking too.
0: All right. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. So this has been an ongoing issue at Disney Parks lately, and that is parents not watching their children or being aware of what they're doing. So guests without kids are voicing their concerns about kids in lines. They are not saying don't bring your children to Disney. But we all know that sometimes people get in their lines. We talked about this either last week or two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I don't even know. But they're on their phones and they're not watching. Their kids are running around. They're running amok. They're bumping into people. They're pushing people. They're stepping on people's feet. Uh, One guy said that he he got his rear end rammed into, he got his front end rammed into. So um, we're just asking that people keep an eye on their kids and know what they're doing. And we actually saw a couple of these um, incidents while we were in line. For us, we're just used to kids. And so we don't think a lot about it. But I just thought it was interesting because we were talking about how, put one parent in front and one parent in back. And that was another story that I saw multiple times, but one of the kids had just had a huge meltdown. And then the mom and dad went on with the oldest child in that group and left the little ones tailing behind, which meant they were with us. And um, the youngest one in that situation had hit their parents, like smacked the parents. So I just thought maybe we could offer some suggestions i'm not saying that this is any of our listeners but maybe they can suggest it to friends they know that are going you could play i spy you could mm-hmm. practice if they're really young children you could practice their abcs if they're a little bit older you could do math facts practice shapes um heads up on your phone but do something with your kids so that they're not finding trouble because i don't know how many times we heard the cast member say um, princess you need to get down from there prince you, you can't be playing with that. That's, you know, part of the cue and just different things like that. And so, but this one guy, he, he was very nice about it. He wrote it nicely. He said, I'm not asking that kids don't come. That would be ridiculous of me to think that. But he said, I come there not always with my own kids. And then I feel like I have to watch other people's kids or watch out for my own safety because I'm being kicked, shoved, bumped in sometimes in places that are not so nice to be bumped in. So
1: Disney even has the Play Disney app. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what my kids do. They play on the Play Disney app, and if they're really small, you could actually play with them and spend time with them. And you wonder why things are getting the way they are in schools, too, huh? Right. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, there was this couple, and I wanted to say something, but you know, my family they would be embarrassed. But they were in front of us, and they they played Heads Up. I can't remember what line it was. We weren't in it a really really long time, but it was probably a 40 minute wait. And so they played heads up for a couple rounds and then they played I think it's called sticks and stuff might know what I'm talking about cuz the older kids play it with their fingers and it's something about a number game and you play with you can play up to four players or something. They were playing that game, but it was so refreshing. They had zero devices other than when they were playing heads up, but that was their dad's phone. And he like, they did two or three rounds and then he was like, okay, let's do something else. And, Oh, I know what it was. It was waiting for the Milana queue. They were just enjoying time together as a family. And and then they were pointing things out to each other. Hey, did you see this? This is really cool. You know, and it was so refreshing. It was really, really. And I thought, how sad that I'm looking for this, but it was also very cool. How sad that that's now
2: the not the norm. Right.
1: Right. Mm.
2: Okay, so Say It Ain't So, this one made me laugh. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. According to a Reddit guest, on September 22nd, he posted this. He says, I'm in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor and then they just walked out. And left it. Say that song, say that An anonymous cast member confirmed that this crappy, no pun intended, incident occurred in uh, the comments, and they said, uh, for the skeptics, yeah, actually happened. Fun fact this was one of three poop related incidents at Rise of the Resistance today. Less fun fact I was there for all three of them. Say, that song, say that- So uh, I'm sure we won't have updates on this one, but, you know, we would let you know if we did. But people, I mean, come on, don't teach your kids to do things like that. Like, what? I mean, I'm not saying somebody taught their kid to do that. But like, as a parent, show some responsibility for it. Don't just walk away. Like what?
3: There are adults that would do the same thing, especially if alcohol is involved. I was at a casino and somebody did that.
2: No. Yeah,
3: and walked away. Like so, like so.
0: Indecent exposure, I guess, because when people pee or poop on the outside when you're at the ballpark or something, and I've seen it. Sadly, that's like a an offense you can get arrested mm-hmm. for.
1: Well, it's disgusting. I mean, there's all that so many. I mean, so many germs, so many. But you can get indecent exposure because your pants. I can
3: understand if it was a little kid and they couldn't hold it and and it was an accident. As a parent, I would be cleaning it up. Absolutely, it happens. Accidents happen. Still,
2: that's when you poop in your pants. Like who pulls their pants down and leaves it for somebody? I don't know. Moving on, that's (laughs) an accident. Is that you? Oopsies, and then. Now right. I need a new outfit, but
1: I did see a child one time try to go poop in Home Depot in the toilet. And I thought that, I mean, I, the parents were right on it, but I did think that was pretty funny because you know, there is a toilet sitting right, right there. <laughs> and if you're potty training, I mean, yeah, no,
0: that is funny, but, <laughs> but and, and be grateful that he even looked for a toilet mm-hmm. anyways. Oh my goodness.
1: Well, Sadly, crimes are rising within Disney World, Disneyland, and even on Disney cruises. Um, This report is specifically about Disneyland. 242 crimes were recorded in the area surrounding the theme park in Anaheim. These included petty theft, assault, theft, gun violence, traffic incidents, just to name a few. Um, And each of these crimes occurred between October 15th and October 21st. Um, which I do think that sounds like a lot in that short amount of time. Yes. Um, The report suggests that desperation is a source of the struggle for those committing the crimes, though it doesn't offer direct solutions to those who might be the victim of crimes. Um, Instead, there are some standard safety approaches that we should all be taking at any theme park. Um, Once you're inside the parks, Disney does a great job of having security there to keep you safe, but outside the parks, you just need to stay away, stay aware of your surroundings, Um, travel in pairs. If you are traveling alone, let someone know um, when you're planning to leave, where you're going and where you're headed. You can always pretend to be talking to someone or even talking to yourself to deter people from coming up to you. We aren't telling you this to scare you, but we are telling you this so that we can all be more aware and honestly these tips will help you no matter where you are not just at theme parks for sure after talking to matt
2: with about like where he stayed and how he said like you know it was outside the disney bubble even though it was so close i don't think i would stay anywhere like other than where we stay like disneyland or uh, disney california adventure like i would be staying right there grand grand club Californian, like, I would be staying on property.
3: I mean, I did visit some of the resorts when I was out there in December uh, that were off property, and they were great, And but you do have to be aware of your surroundings, even in a place that you feel safe at. I was mugged in broad daylight in front of Children's Hospital in Cincinnati, so, you know, I mean, yeah, it's not a great area, but who thought on broad daylight when I get off work?
0: That's the thing I think is the most scary is that broad daylight doesn't even scare anybody anymore.
1: Nope. Not anymore. And life is just changing everywhere. I mean, I live in a really, really small town and we have a little tent city that popped up on the side of the road. And I mean that would have been unheard of twenty years ago in this area for it to be visible, you know. I mean, I'm it's sad, but things are just changing everywhere. All right, let's go on to some
3: happy news. <laughs> Yay! Yes, please. Some of the most amazing things that Disney does for Christmas season is how they decorate the resorts. It is one of my family's favorite things to do is to resort hop to see the decorations. Uh, for years now, the Beach Club Resort has had a chocolate gingerbread size carousel. And last year was the first time I ever got to see it. i have never been to it, and then I got to see it when we were leaving Epcot. And the Grand Floridian, which is my favorite, has had the life-size gingerbread house in it. And I love that. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, The boardwalk usually has a structure that mirrors one of the buildings on boardwalk. Last year, it was the gingerbread structure modeled after the deli. And in 2021, Animal Kingdom Lodge displayed a ginger raft. And in 2022, they added Deborah, the ginger zebra. The Contemporary Resort displayed a gingerbread castle, but this year, Disney has announced that the Yacht Club is going to receive a gingerbread display of their own. Uh, the Yacht Club has been home to a Disney Christmas village with a train that ran through the town, but this year it will be different, and we can't wait to see what that structure is going to be made out of
0: gingerbread. So That's what I will be doing before I visit Jollywood Nights. I will be resort hopping. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be. I know. Well, they do have the like, for lack of a better way of saying it, yacht theme, like the whole sea. What if they are going to do
3: like a lighthouse or something, like a gingerbread that lighthouse? That would be
0: cool. That, that would, be, would cool. be very neat. That would be very cool. You need to be an Imagineer. There you go.
3: I miss my profession.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brad, Brad thought up something. We're still trying to get him to get a patent, and then ride into Disney. <laughs> I would say it on here. I can tell you when we get done recording. Somebody else steal it. (laughs) Yeah. Great news out of Anaheim. Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel will officially become Disney's Pixar Place Hotel on January 30th, 2024. The transformation was officially announced at the 2022 D23 celebration, and the refurbishment started that October. The hotel's been open throughout the entire transformation, which... Seems really hard to do, but it did. So work has steadily progressed over the last 12 months. The colorful stripes were added to the exterior of the hotel in January. The Pixar-inspired lobby opened in May. The concept art for Coco, from Coco, Soul, Inside Out, and other Pixar films were hung on the walls of the ground floor um, seating area in June. A Luca mural was installed in the hotel's elevator bay in July. Several Pixar references were spotted at its pool when it reopened as Pixel Pool in August. The new pool area features a Finding Nemo slide, a splash pad, and the shaped fireplaces depicting characters from The Incredibles, Inside Out, Elemental, and Lava, a 2014 short film. And earlier this month, the hotel gift shop was renamed to Store E, in reference to the Pixar film Wall E. (laughs) Disney shared a look at the lodgings, updated gift shop, fitness center, and guest rooms last Monday, and the rooms will contain several references to the animation house that inspired the hotel's reimagining. According to Disney, some of the art in the rooms is new, created by Pixar artists exclusively just exclusively just for the lodging. The headboards in each room will consist of concept art from several Pixar films, including Brave, Toy Story 3, and The Incredibles. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait to see this hotel when it's finished. I want to go stay there.
3: I think that's where we're going to stay the next time we go out to Disneyland.
0: That it sounds incredible.
3: Yeah, does sound incredible.
0: No pun intended,
2: right Jen? Right, I was. I just, I just giggled at that. Um, now, is that one one that you are like on Disney property? Like it where... was right next
0: door to ours. Yes. Okay.
3: It's actually, it's actually right next door to Grand Californian. It's across the street from ours. It's remember when we took that. Walkway, Vicky.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, there's another little little walkway that connects to it.
2: But when you guys were doing those walkways, you weren't like out in the city, suddenly. No,
3: we're Mm -hmm. in Disney property. But you can see it when you ride the Incredicoaster. It's the hotel that's right there.
2: Okay, then yes, I'll stay there. (laughs) It looks awesome.
3: It does look awesome.
2: Sometime after January, right when it's officially done.
3: Man, they've been working on it forever. They were working on it when I was there in December. (laughs)
2: But still, to be working on it and for it to be open like that, like, pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. All right. We've got some Jollywood Nights updates. The characters are going to be getting new outfits. Disney released a short clip of Goofy Pluto, Donald Daisy, Minnie, and Mickey posing in their new party-exclusive costumes as a festive riff plays in the background. The six characters strike a group pose at the end in front of the Legends of Hollywood gift shop. Its marquee reads, time to get jolly. Mickey wears a yellow striped boater hat between his ears, and the hat's vivid teal hue is replicated on his overshirt, so they match quite well. Mickey also dones an orange t-shirt, white polka dot, uh, white pants, sorry, and pink shoes. And then Minnie has a pink and green dress with yellow buttons and a white uh, that has some detail on it, just a little white detail. And then her outfits completed with a festival bow attached to her right ear. Goofy and Donald each wear green sweaters. Goofy completes his outfit with orange pants and a red, white, and green scarf and a green Santa hat. And then Donald runs his out with a primarily red scarf and a pastel orange santa hat daisy wears a pink sweater with a teal bow while pluto has on his red reindeer ears and a festive collar with a starlight peppermint candy ornament meet and greets are going to be available in the animation courtyard during the
0: jollywood night celebration i think you can google to watch that video
1: right well, continuing on with the Jolly Nights um, news, the Disney Jollywood Nights exclusive stage shows were given names. The Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy starring show at Theater of the Stars will be known as Disney Holidays in Hollywood, while Nightmare Before Christmas inspired shows at the. Hi, Pete Yes, I can never say that. Sorry. It's okay. Theater <laughs> is titled What's This? Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. While both of these shows were announced in June, Disney did share a new piece of concept art for Disney Disney holidays in Hollywood. The art features Mickey and Minnie in their Santa-inspired threads on a festively decorated Theater of the Stars stage. The post confirmed that the exclusive show will include Kermit, Miss Piggy, Tiana, Belle, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse also sharing the following. There are plenty of surprises in store, including a brand new original song by Tiana. Singers, dancers, and live jazz musicians round out the talented cast of entertainers in this dazzling performance. Jolly vinaigrettes remind everyone that the holidays mean something special to each and every one of us, and additional meet and greets will be available around Echo Lake. These interactions will include retro characters such as Max in his Powerline attire, Chip and Dale, dressed as the Rescue Rangers, and Phineas and Ferb. Complimentary digital downloads of Disney PhotoPass photos taken during Disney Jollywood Nights will be available. There will also be a robot arm magic shot that captures your red carpet moment with a glamorous show stopping video and a camera array magic shot featuring this featuring seven cameras that shoot a boomerang styled photo in front of an event backdrop.
3: So I failed as a Disney mom. My child, my youngest child did not know who Max was. Oh my gosh. And we saw Max at Hollywood Studios. You did see Max? Yes, we did. We saw Max.
0: Wow. He's right at Echo Lake. When I was there, he, he was um, by the fence right before you go into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, like to the left.
3: When we saw him, he was at Echo Lake right outside the entrance to that restaurant that you guys like.
0: Oh, 50s Prime Time. Yes. So um, he was across the street from Mickey, uh, excuse me, Muppets 3D in a little area that has a gate next to where part of Streets of America is still left before you, before you enter into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He was there and then they brought uh, Goofy out also.
3: Yeah, Abby did Abby didn't know who Max was. She didn't know Goofy had a son. I'm like, oh gosh, now we're going to have to watch the Goofy movie.
1: Yes, yeah, she could I started to say you'll have to let her watch the
3: goofy
0: movie.
1: <laughs> Andrew knew who it was.
0: <laughs> He's like, You should have stuck with me. I know what's going on.
3: <laughs> so other offerings at Disney Jollywood Nights include a speakeasy sing along at the Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant and a tip. Top club-inspired soiree in the courtyard of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror attraction. Several party-exclusive food and beverage options will also be available, and attractions such as Slinky Dog Dash, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, using a virtual queue, will be available to ride for partygoers in addition to the exclusive shows, dining options, and cocktails. I kind of want to go now.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited that Vicky's going. I think it looks like so much fun. I want to see pictures, videos. I'm very excited. Rise of the
0: Resistance is going to be using a virtual queue for that. So
1: that's what uh,
0: Tron did during the Halloween party. At six At six o'clock, we we did the virtual queue, and then we got a boarding group so we could ride Tron during the party. Oh, huh.
3: we did too. They were before us. Yeah, just a little bit.
0: It wasn't all a we were 167.
3: 167, and we were 193, I think.
0: something. Yeah. We
3: rode at like 10 o'clock. Well, it seemed we had a dash. So, as soon as our time came, we went up to the um, blue umbrella and they switched it to, to a dash for us. So, we didn't have to wait in that long line. Oh. And we actually felt like VIP, like literally went behind the scenes of Tron. It was pretty cool.
0: Woo-hoo. I want to give you a shout out to all the listeners, especially to Tracy Peters, Jen Schmitz, Jennifer Starchman, Heidi Meister, Megan McComer, Michelle Meister, Brandy Vitello and Rebecca Thurman for following along um, with our family Disney trip. Those are the people that I um, got many comments from when I posted things and I still have more things to post. I decided to hold out on some of them so that I could spread them out. And thank you for
2: joining us. Please go on to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or comment. You know, it means a lot to us. We love hearing from you guys. Um, Let us know what you want to hear more about so we can reshape our show to cater to your needs.
1: If you are interested in being a guest on our show, or if you have a question or comment, just text us at 636. 373-4497. 373 4497 you can check us out on our social media account the Capades podcast on facebook if you would like a free quote contact vicky stephanie gina or me rebecca at 636-373-4497
3: be sure to listen to friday's show samantha chrissy and vicky are talking about halloween movies that you should check out during this halloween week as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the made the More
0: podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Second star to the right. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Happy Halloween. Blue, to you and you.
2: To boom, You.